There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Pretty good, man. Doing all right. I had a fantastic weekend. Awesome. Glad to hear that you are doing fantastic. Well, uh, what was that? I said, I am doing fantastic. And y'all can too, if just for the low price of nineteen ninety nine can buy this new energy drink that I have invented. It's called Get Up Stupid. Now I got nothing. This joke's going nowhere. <laughs> and this is why you shouldn't start jokes you can't finish. Lesson learned. You don't tell me how to live my You life. did not invent coffee, but I'm sorry. <laughs> um oh, no, but I peed in yours, so <laughs> just kidding. That's why it's called Wake Up Stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I had a great weekend because my nephew is now an official Friday the 13th fan because last night him and I watched a couple of the movies. Woo! It's about That's time. Awesome. Yep. A long time coming. Part 6 and Part 6 and Part 7. He he had a blast. And I had a blast just watching him. <laughs> yeah. Enjoying yeah. The movie. Talk, talking back to the screen, the whole works. <laughs> That's awesome. Don't walk up to his don't walk up to his body, dummy. You know he's not dead. That <laughs> 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 was great. So good. That's so great to hear. Another fan has come forth. I, I love it. I, I love hearing when people first get introduced to horror and they they just love it. It's 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 great to hear stuff like that. I'm glad that your nephew is finally kind of opening up to that kind of stuff. It's it's really cool to see. Oh, me too. For sure. His niece last I mean his niece, my niece last year, his sister, and now him. It's it's great. Yeah. That's for sure. Of course a lot of stuff they like is because I introduced them to it anyway, so <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's fun introducing the new generations to different things. Yeah. From yeah. the past that they otherwise wouldn't even know anything about. So. For sure. Yeah, especially with no rental stores around and everything's streaming. And, and so much remaking fun. of everything. So it's good. Yeah, that's one yeah. movie we will not show. watch with him. <laughs> yeah. It's Kinda too much. Classics. Hmm. It's not because it's a remake, it's just too much too much TNA. You know, TNA. There you go. You know, the other movies don't have a character saying your your tits are fantastic or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> your tits whatever are stupendous. Yeah, stupendous. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not watching that with them. We'll ignore that one for now. <laughs> no doubt. Well, what have you guys been up to this week? Don't know. I'll answer at once. 
Well, I will. We didn't. Say, besides that, besides that, I just I had my uh, I did a marathon of the Puppet Master movies. Nice. <laughs> Finally, I've been meaning to do that for like ten years, and I never really did it till now. So I had to split it up over three nights, but it was fun. Okay. So I was like, okay, I spent like seven bucks just to subscribe to Full Moon's Amazon channel so I can watch the new Blade movie. How so was that's that? What I ended the. Mix- Oh, they got that on there now? That's good to know. Yeah, it's it's on there. Um, you can buy it digitally for $10 or just rent it itself. I just, there's another movie I want to watch, so I went ahead and just spent $7 to, you know, subscribe to the channel. But the movie, it was good. It takes place after the previous movie. You have uh, one of the characters coming back, and um, it ties everything in pretty much to part three because Blade, Blade came from dr hess from part three so it's like a another evil doctor that used to work with him off screen has come back and is making these this what's the word i'm looking for like some type of ray gun that like induces a lot of pain you can turn people into zombies within stuff it gets a little wild but but you know it, it was a nice Edition, but I, if they make another Puppet Master movie, I'm like, I'm tired of the World War II stuff now. I mean, that's four yeah. movies in a row. Yeah, they've let's they've have a modern it. sequel now or something. Yeah. That's what I'd like to see to see them in modern day, but not, yeah. But I mean, the movie's only like an hour and 10 minutes, so I mean, you know, it's it's fast paced and really good. The effects, the gore effects, everything were really good, I thought. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, I, 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 if you're a Puppet Master fan, definitely check it out. I mean, if you're not a Puppet Master fan, and don't check Shame it out. I guess, right. it's, it's the, Get on those movies. It's the 12th a fan. entry in the franchise if you don't count Versus in the remake. I mean, geez. Yeah. Okay. I, count, I, count, I count Versus. So to me, it's the 13th of the franchise. Yeah, I count versus. Puppet so. Master has Friday the 13th beat. How is that possible? <laughs> oh, yeah. Victor, Victor Miller had nothing to do with Puppet Master. That's why. Very true. Very, very Sean true. Sean Cunningham had nothing to do with it either. Yep. Of course, Sean Cunningham would probably say stuff like, I want puppets taken out of the Puppet Master movies. Let's do something different. <laughs> <laughs> Include body swapping. <laughs> I want that hockey mask off of him. Uh, I'm one of the minority that considers it all a blessing in disguise. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Right. Well, what about you? I guys? haven't done too much this would... week. Just living life and doing the best I can. Yeah. Got my um, War of the Worlds criterion. It's awesome. I spot checked it. I haven't gotten a chance to actually watch it yet. Okay. Because I also got the Toho Godzilla collection and ended up watching Godzilla Final Wars. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. Might not be everyone's favorite, but it's just an all-out action, constant action Godzilla movie. So if you just want to see shit blow up and go crazy. Yeah, I think so too, man. I almost feel like the new Godzilla movie is kind of a loose redo of it in a way. Yeah, it basically is. Um, I love the the King of the Monsters. 
Final yeah. Wars, that, that first hour is a little rough because, you you know, you're dealing with all the alien stuff happening. There's so much shit going on. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm just like, can we get to, like, Godzilla now at this point? And finally, when he comes out, it's just, you know, it hits the fan. And, it's and the head bad alien, he's so overly cocky. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> What was his name? What they call him? X was his name. He's yeah, because like, yeah. they were like <laughs> so the Exilians cool. or something. Yes, shit like that. <laughs> call me X. God. <laughs> oh, it's great stuff. X. Yeah. That's cool. Good stuff. What about you, Mark? Uh, <clears throat> nothing big. Just trying to enjoy my vacation. I watched. Uh, I watched Burning earlier today. Nice. Um, I tried to watch that new uh, 1984 American Horror Story, and it was just so bad. Yeah, see, man, I got like two episodes, and I just never went back to it. I was the first it. episode. I wanted to quit watching it half <laughs> over halfway through. Yeah, over the less 80s. Than man, it was just there was just so much. Well, first of all, with this, you can tell it's blatantly obvious that it's made by people that enjoy 80s movies, but did not live through the 80s. Yeah, yeah. that's the problem with <laughs> yeah. a lot of those kind of <laughs> Yeah, it's just got all the wrong stereotypes in it. The acting is terrible, and there is just so much blatant plagiarism throughout the show. It's just the fucking scene. They got the Halloween scene where they pull up and all the... the insane asylum all the people are out in the yard going just walking around um (laughs) they tried to do the same thing they did with the previous thing they tried to take a real life thing like richard ramirez and just completely ruined it it just made it cartoony and dumb i don't know basically you said they made a mockery of richard ramirez and his real life killings and no they just made him they just depicted him in a weird way, I think. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, which I mean, that's that's alright, I guess. But like, and I can't remember what the other one was. I think it was Colt, where they tried to say that the the Zodiac killer was just a a, a band of uh, feminists, <laughs> and they were just so bad at what they were doing. <laughs> that uh, someone else took the credit for it, or something like that. Yeah. It's 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 gone downhill. That sounds horrible. It it has because yeah. I remember when I watched it. Um, because I I watched it when it was when it premiered and everything. I I really feel they just put way too much into it. Like there was just so much stuff crammed in there. It was like almost jarring with how quickly they would change in between stuff. It was hard to like keep track during the uh-huh. season of anything going on because everything there was just way too much shit in there. It's just way over the top with just how much they tried to stuff in these nine episodes or whatever it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The the effects are awful. They were fucking terrible. I've seen I've seen the college projects that are way better than that. Yeah. It's, Especially it's, when what's his face gets put in the oven or whatever, that that was pretty terrible looking. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. All of it regarding the effects was pretty, pretty, pretty rough. Yeah, but yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I never got into American Horror Story. Me either, and that was going to be my introduction to it. And 
<laughs> I would say don't waste your time. But I shouldn't hold it against the older stuff. I still heard it's good. I so. I definitely say start with Murder House. Murder House was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I I didn't like Coven, even though I know a lot of people did. I um Hotel was fun. Uh, Asylum was, was good. Asylum was that was probably my favorite one. Probably mine too. And the uh, the freak show was one of my favorites too. I can't think of many other ones that I liked. No, not really. I was surprised with Hotel because I thought it was like a gimmick putting Lady Gaga in there, but she's actually surprised me. She's a pretty good actor. I would I would give her credit there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very hit and miss. Uh, more miss now for American Horror Story, that's for sure. I, I would agree with yeah. that. I had such high hopes for this last season too, and it, it definitely did not deliver. And yeah, I I don't know like, if I'm going to continue watching after that. Kind of eighties things, a lot of good marketing, mm-hmm. but fails to deliver usually. Right. I I was just thinking to myself, maybe they were uh, they saw the because their numbers have been going down. And I was wondering if maybe they just saw how successful Stranger Things has been. And they're like, oh, let's do an 80s thing. <laughs> it's possible. It's very possible. And I, I don't because, yeah, their their viewership is definitely down. I don't understand even how they got like a, a new spinoff series now to, to go along with it. It's like your show isn't as popular as it used to be. And now you're getting a whole new show on top of it. Are you it talking- just, are you talking about that American crime story that they're No, doing? no, no, no. This is not not including that. This is called American Horror Stories where each episode <laughs> is going to be its own story and it's going to be I think exclusive to Hulu, I think. I could be wrong. Or That's their stupid. streaming service. It's it's so ridiculous. I mean, your show has gone in the toilet with regards to quality and now you're getting a whole new show. It it'll have its fans like everything else, but it's, yeah. it's just it sounds stupid. <laughs> it, yeah, it doesn't sound appealing to me at all. It's just, just watch Creep Show season two. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also uh, binged uh, Unsolved Mysteries this week. Okay, oh, and that's it was a great. Re- I watched that. Too. It was really good. Um, yeah, I still want to. I thought it was too short. I didn't care for the. Uh, the paranormal, not paranormal, but like the alien yeah, episode. Yeah. You and Ted are in the same cool. boat there. It was it was interesting, but it wasn't interesting enough for a whole hour. It was so freaking boring that I finally just I couldn't do it anymore and I skipped and it. And the really, second really episode the second episode is just so obvious what happened. It's just super fucking obvious what happened. There's mm-hmm. people all over the internet blowing them up. So it's obvious. You could see it. And I'm not gonna ruin it for Sean because I know he hadn't seen it, but it's it's obvious as fuck. wait the second episode was that the guy thrown from the roof no that was the the woman with the real pretty smile and she had the sun oh Uh, she ran the salon right yeah she ran the hair salon yeah okay yeah gotcha that's right the guy who fell off quote fell off the roof that was yeah i think yeah i still gotta watch this I haven't touched that yet. I've been so into watching everything else right now. It's it felt, pretty good. It felt kind of weird at first not having a host. Yeah. But 
you, you get used to it really quickly because it's it's really good. Okay, at least they're living up, trying to live up to the original. Well, I that's why I appreciate it because it's like you're not going to recreate that. No matter, exactly. I mean, they tried doing it with Dennis Farino, but that failed on so many levels. Not because of right. Dennis Farino, but because they were, it was just the same episodes, just with a new host. Yeah, that's why. It was yeah. Like, so that one didn't last too long. No, definitely not. So it's so so you know now it's just like we you know do we really need a host? Because I mean, even the opening titles. After it says Unsolved Mysteries before the episode starts, they have a silhouette of Robert Stack in the background, his face. It's re- it's a really nice little tribute. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I think if it's done right, you don't really need a host. And obviously yeah. it seems like it's doing, it's hitting all the right notes. There's so many people talking about the show right now and how popular it is right now. So I, I they got to be doing something right. So And I got to I gotta check that out this week. That's not There's next to my more binge list. Because this was just labeled as a part one, not a season one. Okay. Yeah. So. Sweet. That's all. Tonight, don't solve mysteries. Find out who gives a crap about Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Tourette's guy. I love it. Update. Nobody cares about Bigfoot. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, man. Well, so for me this week, I just ended my vacation yesterday, unfortunately. I was sad to go back to work today, but uh, I ended up playing a lot of Fallout 76 this week. And uh, on top of that, I binge-watched almost all the rest of Community. I'm on the last season now. And then I ended up watching uh, Wacko... Uh, from Vinegar Syndrome, I watched uh, Olivia. I watched, um, God, what else? Not to cut you off, but the Fort Wars and Community is some of my favorite episodes. Yes. One of my favorite episodes. <laughs> I love that and the paintball. Paintball is yeah. always classic with, with Community. Those two guys, I don't remember their names on the show anymore, but Abed. Troy and Abed. I love the episode where they um, what's a guy? I can't ever remember the guy's name, but his dad was from uh, Breaking Bad. He's Mike from Breaking Bad, and they were making him play Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, <laughs> David so Cross. David yeah, Cross. yeah, 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 yeah. I can never remember his <laughs> name. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, and then they ended up like warring against each other. <laughs> <laughs> That show's got so many good episodes. It's such a charming little show, and I'm, I really hope they get the movie like they've been talking about for the longest time. Uh, cool. Yeah. Their whole six seasons in a movie hashtag that they started years ago. Hopefully, it happens. I'm hoping so. It would be nice to see the gang together oh, one last time. I did finish Last of Us this week. Yeah. The end. The game was spectacular. It was the the story was awesome. Um, it was very obvious that the ending was rushed okay. a lot. And the very ending, how the story resolved, was super disappointing. Really? <laughs> it's kind yeah. of a bummer. But, I mean, the, the I had a fun through the entire playthrough. It's, it's a great game. They add new mechanics and things. 
It's it was a lot of fun. I'll probably do a new game plus on it at some point. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna pick it up eventually, probably on a sale. But yeah. I was on sale on the PlayStation so fast anymore. <laughs> yeah, oh, I I love the first one. And uh but it's not one like I regularly go go back and play. It's like I'll play it through and then I'll be done with it for a long time and then I'll go back and play through it again. So it's definitely one I want to wait until it's on sale or something for me to pick up. Uh, but I'm I'm excited to play it once I end up do getting it. But, It'll probably hit sale during the holidays. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Maybe even before that because it's getting really bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Because people are so mad about that ending. <laughs> Just review bombing the game. <laughs> you know, serious. It's got like, I think it's got like two and a half stars on Google. Oh, jeez. Are serious? <laughs> it's bad. Oh man, that's rough. And that's that's unheard of for a Naughty Dog game. Yeah, usually their games are top notch quality. I mean, that's insane to hear. There, there's I, more to it than just the game. Yeah, because yeah. Naughty Dog is flagging YouTube videos. Apparently, apparently, people the game got leaked or something, or something got leaked. Mm-hmm. And were people weren't showing images they were just talking about it and naughty dog would flag their videos just talking about it trying to censor people or something which oh, that's led a lot shit. of people yeah which led a lot of people with bad taste in their mouths too i mean of course they would any all developers would do that yeah i mean you mean before the gamers released they did that right I do remember yeah, but, hearing about that. But, yeah. But people, here's the thing, though. People weren't like showing footage. They're just ta- sitting in front of a camera talking about it, saying, "I don't like where this is going." If the leaks are true, oh, and, and then, yeah, and then that's Naughty, that's not right. Yeah, and then Naughty Dog was like flagging their videos for copyright, even though they weren't showing footage and stuff. So that's what I'm saying. It left a lot of people a lot of a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, and a lot of people have said they're never buying a game from Naughty Dog again. They. I mean, it, it 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 was crazy from from my understanding because I would go mm-hmm. on YouTube just you know to go on YouTube and there's like all of a sudden my homepage is just filled to the brim with anti Naughty Dog stuff <laughs> because of what happened and yeah I was like going you know I'm like what's going on here so I click on the video and watch it I'm like holy crap that's screwed up well I'd like to say for people that are jumping on the bandwagon give the game a try. I, I think you'll like it a lot better than people say. I personally believe one of the reasons that they're getting a lot of hate, I mean, I'm sure that's a major reason, but I think another one is that they have a they have a trans character in the game, and I think a lot of people are hating on that. Okay. And the way they do it, it's it's not like up in your face. It's like a side thing. It's not even that big of a deal. It's a really good character. But, you know, anytime you... Some people just can't handle realizing that shit happens in life sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is. People are going to act stupid no matter what. Yeah. but Yeah, you put something in something, people get mad because it's there. You don't put it in there. Everybody's mad because it's not in there. Everybody's just mad to get mad because they're mad. Yeah. Yep. And exactly. I get mad when everybody gets mad, so the cycle still continues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad right now. <laughs> exactly. That's a secret, Cap. I'm always angry. 
Uh, that's <laughs> good stuff. And I don't feel so good, Mister Stark. <laughs> <laughs> good times. Well, let's talk a little bit of news here, really quick, before we get into our review of Darkman tonight. Um, just to kind of kick things off here, uh, for those of you who have been living under a rock and haven't heard, Halloween Kills has been pushed back to October of 2021. So October 15th of 2021. Uh, obviously, with everything going on right now, uh, Blumhouse, Universal. There's a boo freaking sound or something. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> but uh, Blumhouse boo. Universal did release like a short teaser, quote unquote. Basically, it's like, a few shots from what we can guess is probably the opening scene of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's not long at all. I mean, you see the house burning, you see them in the back of the truck as how it ended them screaming at the cops to not go and to let it burn. And then you see Michael's face turn, but it cuts before you can even see any damage that's been done to the mask and everything. So my opinion is that should have been at the end of the original that the movie they did look, couple years ago. yeah i that would have been a great way to end it almost kind of like a throwback to halloween 3 when tom atkins characters yelling to, for them to stop and to change or to, to turn it off and whatnot almost kind turn of like that off. that would have been great that would have been awesome but yeah so we gotta it, it would have been better if tom atkins did show up <laughs> so tom atkins is the truck driver there we go there you go Problem solved. Let it burn. He's like, lady yelling doesn't help. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I know. (laughs) So, yeah, Halloween Kills pushed back to 2021, unfortunately. It was like one of the last shreds of hope that I had just taken away from me. My heart ripped out. The only thing saving this year, and I was talking to Ted about this earlier, is Bill and Ted face music. If they fucking do anything with that, if they move it, at all. I mean, right now it's still coming out in August, but if they move that, my my soul is just crushed for the rest of the year. <laughs> Being that some theaters are open, man, I hope they just release it and then do like the digital thing. So that way, like, I'm at the point, like, I really want to see it in the theater, but if I, if I have to pay my $20, I'll pay it because right. I really want to see that fucking movie. So. Yeah, it's the no, last thing to really look I'm forward to. Point. I'm at the point now because I don't I don't think theaters are going to be open here because they just retconned everything and everything's going back. We're oh, yeah. we're regressing a lot. Here. It hasn't happened here yet, but I see it on the horizon. Yeah. I'm at the point now where if it releases somewhere else, I might just drive to another fucking state to go watch it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I hear that. Fuck what they think. And they don't top. shut shit down in Tennessee, man. I mean, it's right there. Tennessee don't <laughs> give a fuck. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my one last shred of hope that I'm holding on to. <laughs> this is Bill and Ted facing music at this point because everything else is basically down the tubes. But then, uh, I mean, even with like Texas Frightmare, we we still don't even know if they're actually going to be, you know, doing the event or not. And Somebody tweeted oh, out to geez, them. Don't say that. Somebody, don't say that. somebody tweeted out to them this week, you know, saying, "Hey, is there any update? Are we actually doing the event this year?" And they said, "We're gonna have some news soon." So that almost doesn't sound. No, you know, no news is good news, right? No, That's they said they they have news that they're gonna be announcing soon, is what they said. So I'm guessing they're pushing it to next year because they haven't given updates since they no. Said- 
were posted. No, they just keep doing these stupid online interviews. I'm tired yeah, of seeing it, man. Email for it. It's like, yeah. man, it's great. That's cool. You're doing an online interview with somebody. You're doing something on Zoom. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. Don't forget to donate your dog food also. Right. I I just want <laughs> I just want more more news like you guys. I don't want to wait a whole nother year. Well, it feels like it's been a year. It feels like it, has. it really it's has. Well, I was I was so I, I was angry when they said we're gonna delay, you know, Halloween kills till next October. And I'm like, Well, what does that do for Halloween ends? I mean that gets I mean, pushed back a whole other year now too, because that's coming out in 2022 now. Yeah, I'm. T- I'm like, gosh, really? And people are like, well, that means they can work on the film. I'm like, no, they should already have a lot of stuff in the bag and ready to go. The script, they, they can, they can tweak the script. I'm like, what needs to be tweaked? Right. They all they're worried about is a profit margin because not all the theaters are open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so I'm, I'm thinking, okay, you have a final cut. The cut's ready. For Halloween Kills. Yep. That means they already they, they already have the script and stuff ready for Halloween ends. I'm like, they're gonna start tweaking things, then it's just gonna get bad. That's what always happens. Yeah, you, you give too you, much. You have something that's solidified. I mean, people are like, they can re edit the movie. I'm like, why would you want to re edit the movie if everybody in the test audience said it's a great movie? John Carpenter says he loved it. Yeah. And uh, David Gordon Green, I believe, said, you know carpenter was like giving them the thumbs up and like oh yeah and stuff like that so i mean the movie sounds like it's going to be awesome and this is doesn't and, and those doesn't sound like you know promotional fluff pieces like every other movie does it's like you know oh it's it's the best one no they're just like you know they people like it the people that have seen it like it so i'm like why change anything if that's going to be the case yep and so i'm just like what is what's going to happen to halloween ends are they going to like completely change stuff or are they just going to leave it till people can get back to filming i mean i really i don't know i can't say you know i'm not a psychic i can't see the future but i i was just thinking all this stuff and hearing people i was just like this doesn't sound good at all <laughs> i mean just pushing it back pain, Ted. i feel your pain all yeah just, just pushing it back a year okay fine i get i understand you want it to be in october it's a halloween movie understandable but then people, you know, are like maybe they can tweak this and that. I'm like, no, no tweaking, because then you're gonna screw everything up. Yep, it always screws everything up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, please, don't tweak anything. <laughs> just, just keep things postponed, and then yeah, you just can slap making- that, slap that puppy in the vault, and forget about it yep. until it's time to pull it back out. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <sighs> it's just draining and frustrating. That's for sure. That's all Trauma I'm gonna say about it. Still- Damn it. What's that? The only thing I made doesn't care. Right. <laughs> so the trauma dance is still on. So that's <laughs> what I'm God holding on to. Everything else in the world gets canceled, but trauma is going to be there. So. Yeah. That's why trauma is the best. Yes. I Agreed. Just gotta refinance and go to the trauma dance instead. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, that's the sad news. Uh, Ted, I know you got a little bit of Blu-ray news for us tonight, though. What do you got for us? Well, the Dead Zone's finally getting a Blu-ray release. Really? Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, it's from Paramount, and it's going to be included in a five, a five film set. Oh. So it's not going to be by itself. It's going to be packaged with movies that have already been released. If, if you know, It's good for people who don't have these movies, but... It's a waste if you do. Yeah. 
the movies that it's being packaged with is the original Pet Cemetery, the new Pet Cemetery, which I have no interest in, Silver Bullet, which came out last year from Shout Factory, mm-hmm. and The Last Stand. I mean, The Last Stand, The Stand, which came out from Paramount separately last year, also. Okay. So the Dead Zone's the only thing that's new in this set, and we don't even know know if it's a new transfer. Yeah, I would just wait. Dead Zone's gotta. You would think eventually get something, man. I would hope so. Everybody was hoping Shout would get it because of their deal with Paramount and they released, you know, the other Stephen King stuff. But um, uh, Paramount's just like, oh, we're going to put in our five film set with movies that pretty much everybody would already own probably. If you don't own those movies, go right ahead. Get it. You know, that's that's what I would say. You know, you'll get all five. You, you'll have all five movies in one set. But mm-hmm. it's just a waste. Yeah. And Shout Factory has announced that they are going to have an announcement. They're, they made an announcement for their announcement. They're, they're going to have an announcement <laughs> announcement this Friday. And they said that people are going to be very pleased. So Don't tease me, course, Shout Factory. Of, that's what everybody, everybody's speculating. It's the Friday 13th box set. It's Friday 13th box set. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Every time they say there's going to be an announcement, that's what everybody speculates. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we've been speculating for months anyway because of everything that's been said on social media by people recording commentaries and whatnot. So that's, you know, the big hope. Um, Who knows? I mean, you know, tomorrow's the 13th, so some people are saying maybe they wanted to to announce it on the week of the 13th, (laughs) which I was like, that's kind of, you know, stretching it because Monday the 13th, I'm like, that doesn't, if if it was Friday the 13th, you know, then I would be like, okay, it's definitely the box set, but who knows? We don't even know if Shot Factory is even doing the box set. I mean, we know a new one will come out eventually, but we don't know exactly if it's them. It makes more sense for it to be them because they both have deals with Warner brothers in paramount right now so it makes sense that they would have a box set it would be them but we don't know that because everybody was so sure that we were going to get a nightmare on elm street box set from them when they first made the deal with warner and then it came out that they were only allowed certain titles at first and obviously we never got a a box set from them for nightmare on elm street so again this could be another situation we don't know what it is i mean hopefully that's it because i mean That'll put some light in all the bullcrap that's been going on. Yeah. Give us something to look forward to, you know? <laughs> I swear, I mean, I, if it wasn't for my nephew saying that he couldn't wait for Dr. Cruz to die in part seven, I probably would not have smiled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, so who knows? so he can see his other side. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen him. It was great. That's awesome. <laughs> talking, talking back to the screen and everything is awesome. Oh, that's so good. Any other Blu-ray news, or was that about it? Uh, DefCon Four, with yeah, DefCon Four and. Deep Star Six, which Deep Star Six was directed by Sean Cunningham, are getting blue releases. Uh, the The release date for both is supposed to be September fifteenth. We don't know if it will change or not because everything seems to be changing. But we mm-hmm. shall see. We shall see. And um, 
Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Okay, cool. Um, well, uh, for those of you that a little bit more Blu-ray news is uh, right now, actually, through Barnes & Noble, Criterion Collection is actually 50% off right now. So Criterion has obviously released a few of the Cronenberg movies, uh, specifically Scanners, um, Videodrome. I mean, there's also Night of the Living Dead, which has a beautiful transfer and beautifully done through Criterion. So if you're a fan of Criterion, Barnes & Noble is running that 50% off right now. And it's they got some good deals going on. So you can definitely check that out through their website right now or your local stores if they're open. So I'm gonna check that out myself. Yeah, me too. I almost I almost picked up Night of the Living Dead Criterion this weekend. Yeah, that's good, man. I own that. I think Ted does too. Yep, I do too. So so I just took a bunch of movies that I needed to to trade in, and -hmm. they had it there. They had a whole section of Criterion, and they had a whole section where they just completely cleaned out the Vinegar Syndrome sale that just happened. Um, and I had it, but I only had like 30 bucks to spend on my credit. So I ended up getting, I think I got a, a Sailor Moon figurine for my girlfriend and I okay. picked up uh Maniac Cop on Blu-ray, which is one that I've been wanting for so a while. Nice. Yeah. That's Cop, great. <clears throat> yeah. Cool too. For, and I, I walked out of there only spending like $6 and that was like a $25 figure. That's awesome. <laughs> That's a great deal. You have, you have to get the whole trilogy now, Mark. You gotta get oh. Maniac Cop two and three. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas coming early this year. Yes, it is. That's for sure. Do I smell it? I oh, know. Wait, that's not Christmas. That's something else. Never mind. But yeah, def- definitely check out uh, BarnesandNoble dot com, uh, especially if you're looking for that Night of the Living Dead Blu Ray because it's fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. And uh, good stuff. Well, are you guys ready to review Darkman? Yes, sir. All right. Tonight, we are reviewing Sam Raimi's Darkman. Who? No foolish heroics, if you please. Is. Darkman. They destroyed everything he had. All that he loved. Everything that he was. Now, crime has a new enemy, and justice has a brand new face. I was afraid that you wouldn't want me anymore. Of course, I still want you. The good news is that I know who's behind our little troubles of late. Finish it. He has the power to look like any man. They still both sons of witches! But he is unlike any man. I gotta tell you something about me. He's a cockroach. You think you're killing? And he pops up someplace else. In the darkest hour. There's a light that shines on every human being. But one. 
from director Sam Raimi. Dark Man. All right. Well, Dark Man was released on August 24th, 1990. It was directed by Sam Raimi, starred Liam Neeson, Francis McDermott, and the late, great Larry Drake. Uh, the budget for this movie was about $16 million and actually made $48, uh, almost $49 million at the box office worldwide, which is quite quite a bit considering the, the budget it had. A couple pieces of trivia here regarding the movie. And this one I actually didn't know. Joel and Ethan Cohen, who are actually friends of Sam Raimi, actually did some uncredited doctoring to the script to kind of finalize and get it ready for shooting. That I didn't know. Uh, Sam Raimi, uh, what was that? I said neither did I. Yeah, that was that was a nice little tidbit. Um, Sam Raimi actually originally wanted to make a movie based on The Shadow. Uh, but when he couldn't get the rights for that, he opted and made Dark Man, which is what we've come to know and love today. Uh, originally, Sam Raimi also wanted Bruce Campbell to play the leading role of uh, Dark Man in, in Peyton Westlake. But uh, producers didn't want Campbell, um, so Campbell only had the cameo at the very end when he's running off and uh, mingling inside of the crowd to get away from Julie at the very end of the movie. The final shimp. Yep, exactly. And finally, uh, another <laughs> another uh, person that was almost cast as Peyton Westlake was uh, Bill Paxton, which could have been interesting. And actually, uh, Bill Paxton and Liam Neeson are actually were actually friends, and he actually told Liam Neeson to audition for the part when he got it. He was actually angry with Liam Neeson and didn't speak to him for a few months after he got hired on the role. So that was kind of interesting to hear. But I absolutely love this movie. I mean, it's it's not the greatest movie in the world. I, I'll start start off by saying that. But it is such a fun movie, and it's such a great take on like a superhero kind of you know movie. It was really like the first rated R superhero movie we had really gotten, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, it's an awesome movie. Not to um, well, I don't know what I was going to say. There. Never mind. But uh, I was going <laughs> to mention um, Julia Roberts was actually thought about for um the role of julie okay i believe it was kathy bates was supposed to play the role of um the hospital the burn doctor which she pulled out right before filming okay yeah i didn't i I didn't know about that yeah there's a whole lot of like extra names attached to this that weren't in it so then a few like special appearances mm -hmm. from like ted brown and Ah, I can't remember who else. I saw one of these Nicholas when I was Ward. real young, and I don't remember which one. I don't think it was this one because I watched it earlier. So I think it might have been my first time watching it. And my first impression of this movie was: Does Danny Elfman just make one song for all of his fucking movies? <laughs> Pretty much. Because <laughs> honestly, I, rewatching it last night, like, I'm like, this, this just Batman. sounds like Batman. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly I what the I same thought. thing, man. I was like, this is a freaking Batman movie. This is cool. And then when you, when I looked at his IMDb, he does like all the Tim Burton shit. I was like, yeah, it sounds like Batman and mixed with Nightmare Before Christmas and mixed with this movie and that movie. It's like it's all the same fucking song. He did the Spider Man movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the ones that Sam Raimi did. At least. Yep, exactly. Broke, don't fix it. He's getting it. right, <laughs> right, exactly. 
See the dancing freak. Pay five. <laughs> See the dancing freak. Pay five. I think this movie opens up pretty intense, man, with the whole Durant scene. Yes. The guy is going to meet. Like, you know you're in for oh, a Man, when movie. he's chopping that guy's fingers off, I was just like, ow. First time I saw the movie, I was like, darn. Larry Drake plays such a good villain. Talking while he's just chopping the guy's finger off. In third uh, point. <laughs> and Durant is a great villain. Yes, one of the best uh, villains from movies. Period. Yeah, yeah. That was probably one of my more favorite scenes. Was the opening scene of the movie? Yeah, the guy with the wooden leg, but he has a machine gun in it. <laughs> yeah, that was that's, classic. that's one thing that I thought was kind of like they put it in for comedy effect, obviously. But I just kind of just thinking, hops Man, the whole time. This dude lives with one leg. He's probably pretty good at standing on it. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> <laughs> But it was great seeing him. But it was really, I thought it was really clever hiding the Uzi in the prosthetic. Oh, it was so good. That was so good. I I like the fact that Sam Raimi actually hired Larry Drake just based off of his look. He just thought he just looked like a good bad guy. He had never (laughs) seen L.A. Law or anything like that. And just based off his look, and he really does. He plays like the perfect bad guy, like a perfect mobster. And it's so great. I mean, you look at between this and some of the other stuff he's done, even, you know, the Tales from the Crypt episode, you know, and all through the house when he plays the Psycho Santa, I mean, he plays like an, a magnificent bad guy when given the right material. It's it's just so good. He's got that look, and it, he just looks creepy and just like... He's a great actor. He really is. It really is, like... Uh, it's it's sad that wasn't he's it, no longer around. That wasn't his only Tales from the Crypt episode either. He was the butler in that one episode about the uh, werewolves yeah. and vampires, and he was actually yeah. a good guy in that episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've only seen that once or twice. I, I do know which one you're talking about. It's yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, I've seen the, it. it's called The Secret. That's it, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. He's the butler that befriends the boy. Mm-hmm. I love it when, <laughs> I mean, Dark Man when he starts going after Durant and his gang. I mean, that's like some of the greatest stuff. He robs a convenience store with Durant's mask and just looks right at the security <laughs> camera. It's Robert G. Durant. And then, like, planting evidence, killing, uh, killing Rick, which is Ted Ramey's character, making it look like he was gonna like run away with Nicholas Worth's character. Yep. <laughs> And he's like, you got a flight to catch. And they throw him out the window. <laughs> and then he's a dark man sitting there on the bench. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that woman just starts freaking out and screaming. It was great. <laughs> that was so good. All the mass scenes just have this wonderful, fun feel to it. Yes. Like Durant meets Durant. <laughs> shoot him. No, shoot him. <laughs> oh it's so good and uh the the makeup effects in this are so like high tier and they did such a wonderful job with the makeup effects i can't say the same for like the cgi effects because the cgi oh, is pretty terrible but the makeup yeah. effects in this are just fucking bar none top notch i mean it's so good the makeup effects in this movie for whatever reason though like the cgi cheapness adds to the fun comic book feel of yeah. the movie i think so it, it, I, it does i'd agree on some aspects yeah um the one that takes me like out though is the... where, where the green screen was really bad like yes. when she well like i can't remember what happened there's a, a part where the the lady showed a 
it just showed her and it showed the background fade and <laughs> the, the, the funeral scene. That was I know exactly so what you're bad. talking about. Oh yeah, at the at the the funeral thing. Yeah, when yeah. it transitions to that was just actually terrible. standing in front of the building after it blows up and immediately transitions to her and her, <laughs> that, her morning gown in the in the, in the cemetery. <laughs> that is that not me, as bad. That gave me some real bad Incredible Hulk five. Well, it's it's not as bad. Weird. It's not as bad as the helicopter scene with Darkman hanging from the the chain on the helicopter that was really bad yeah. like you could see through the chain in in certain areas that one was done really really poorly i mean that that was by far the worst that's the one that's the one moment that took me out of the movie because it's, it's been a while since i've seen it and that kind of took me out for a second i'm like whoa that looks really really bad and i almost i, I thought it was funny you know and i it, it kind of added to it to the whole fun aspect of it. I mean, it took me out for a second, but it was kind of like, okay, this is cheesy and it's hokey, but it, it works. That and some of the some of the tough guy banter in this movie I thought was really dumb, which kind of took away from <laughs> it. Like the joke, like, uh, I can't remember what the preface was, but he's like, oh, when the good news, your wife's dead. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that came out of left field, yeah. That's like that Trent's was not even married. This <laughs> is fucking stupid. I once dated a girl with a wooden leg. I had to break it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, crap. This is so stupid. That's my tough of you. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, Me too. That, that joke I like. I thought that was funny. But I was saying throughout the movie, there was like some of the henchmen had tough guy one liners that were just really fucking stupid. <laughs> right. No, I have agree. One of my favorite lines is when he has Rick in the sewer, and Rick's like, "I've told you everything." He's like, "I know, Rick. I know." Let's pretend you didn't. <laughs> Sticks his head through the manhole. He's like bobbing up and down in the manhole. I love how it starts like this sweetly. He's like, "I know, Rick. I know." But let's pretend you didn't. <laughs> he just goes crazy. Sticks his head through the. I'm demented. That's why I lost. <laughs> oh, that is a good scene. <laughs> oh, I love that. It was hilarious the way his head was bobbing around. Was like, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. I love how over the top Liam Neeson could get in this, too. It was just so, like, campy and so fun at the same time. It was. It was Take the it was... elephant. Take the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's guys just burning. <laughs> Oh, so good! Breaks that guy's fingers, just turns fingers twisted real, real man. That was just me. <laughs> that guy just kept poking him, and then he's just like, just breaks his fingers. I was like, darn, poke me. <laughs> Take the fucking face. elephant. <laughs> his mask starts melting. That's when you're like, oh man, I feel sorry for this guy because <laughs> he's so how about the way he was killed, man? They. Beat the shit out of him. Kill his friend. His chemicals, killing his friend, and then blowing him up and burns to death. So he was like a super genius, pretty much in the movie. But he couldn't come up with a better excuse to his girlfriend why he hadn't been around. He's like, "Oh, I got to go back to the hospital for therapy." And when you're here, you look fine to me. You got to have something better than that, man. You're you're supposed to be super smart. <laughs> Maybe she wasn't. No, she wasn't at all. <laughs> She's like, okay. Play to your audience, Mike. 
love the ending when he's he's got the um, what's the guy's name the the guy who's been behind it all. I can't think of his name now. Uh, Star, no, Star Strack or something like that. Or yeah, he, you know, he has him by the leg, dangling over the side of the unfinished building. That's you my know, favorite. Like, yeah, he's like, you can't, you won't, you can't kill me. You won't be able to live with yourself. And it just, just has that shot that just stays on Darkman for a few seconds, and then he just drops him. And he's like, I've been getting to learn to live with a lot of things. Yeah. So like, <laughs> he's I've finally like. Yeah, he's, yeah, I've already done a lot. I've accepted what I've done and what you know I have to keep doing. To you know, I've been through a lot too. So yeah, that, that's basically what it was—just that acceptance. And then you know, Julie's like, "We can, we 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 can make it work. We can get better." And he's just like, <laughs> "Julie, no, it's not going to work." You look, yeah, and then he turns into Bruce Campbell and disappears <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> I am Dark Man. Let's talk about the sequels. How Durant is blown up in a fiery helicopter crash, but in part two, he's like fine. <laughs> and he looks perfectly fine. He's in there <laughs> getting scar. He has up, but... scar on his face. <laughs> and he needs pills for something. I don't even... <laughs> even though him, Durant was such a good bad guy when the trailer for two came out and it said the return of Durant, I was excited as shit. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Man too. I just find it funny how there's like nothing yeah. physically. He, he walks with a cane. I remember that. And he's got yep. the scar on his head or on his face. And then he takes medicine for, for, for whatever. <laughs> I don't even think they fully, do they even fully uh, explain why he has to take pills in that one? I don't, I, so. I don't <laughs> remember. It's probably so his synthetic skin do. doesn't melt away. <laughs> and the actor that's in two and three, he does an all right job. I mean, he's no Liam Neeson, right? Oh yeah, I didn't mind Honor him. Connor Bosley's good. Yeah. Then you got Jeff Fahey in part three, the villain in part three. Yeah. Uh, did y'all know that part three was actually supposed to be part two? No, yeah. I didn't know that. Like the, there's yeah. a lot of scenes like cut from both movies. Like you can like when he's getting in and out of the sewer where his secret location is. Yeah. It's like a scene played over and over again in both movies. <laughs> well, what happened was the part three was supposed to be part two. And they were like, I don't know if they were in the middle of filming it or what, or they had already just filmed it. I think they just filmed it, but then Larry Drake became available to come back as Durant. So they put that one aside and then made the return of Durant, and then they just called that one Dark Man Two, and then if what Die Dark Man Die, which was supposed to be Part Two, they just put that as Part Three. Larry Drake carried some weight. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically, the same thing with Missing in Action. When they made the Missing in Action movies, you know, the first two movies were filmed at the same time by two different directors, hmm. and Missing in Action Two was actually supposed to be Missing in Action One, but then uh, Joe Zito. You can watch it that way, even if you. You can it. because I mean it flows that way. But Joe Zito went to Golan Globus and was like, "Hey, listen, my movie's going to make more money than that movie. You might as well release mine first. And so they were like, "Yeah, okay." Basically, <laughs> 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 what happened? They like, just flipped their release dates. <laughs> so part two became part one, and part one became part two. Oh, good in action three. That's like my ultimate American movie. Yep. Uh, with this movie i mean you've obviously got all the sam remy tropes in here i mean you've got the kind of the wackiness with it which works very well with this movie and kind of the more 
comic book kind of feel. And then you've got like the standard like camera work that Sam Raimi usually, usually has where it's like the fast pace where like they like speed up time to make it go quicker and it just makes it really wacky. So you got stuff like that. So you got those usual tropes in here, which I, I really, really think, you know, because they work so well with like the Evil Dead movies and Army of Darkness, and it works really well here too. I mean, overall, it fits I'm, this completely. So. Yeah, I, overall, I mean, it's 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 not a great movie by any means, but it's it's it, I love it so much. Even by your even tongue, Isaiah, it's a great movie. It is. It, I'm. I'm it's it's just it's not the greatest though, it, but that's my opinion. But um, I, I I love the movie though. I I really do. They actually almost had a TV show for it too. They I think they unaired pilots on YouTube somewhere. But... Yeah, they filmed a pilot mm-hmm. and it picked up. Larry Drake's in it. Yeah. yeah. It was like a thirty minute pilot for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could have been cool, man. Who knows? It would have been great if it would have actually gone to series or something it would have been awesome but the things that we'll never know because it's that time has passed but uh if you guys were to rate this movie what would you guys rate it well i'll go first man i'm gonna give it a four out of five i think this movie's great high pace action fun comic book feel i enjoy all the cheesiness of it and this is one of my favorites, and I consider it more of an action flick than anything else. But Agreed. It's a great movie, so I'll give it four out of five. Okay. Ted, what about you? No, I go last. Ted, what about you? I said I go last. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he said I go last. <laughs> Okay. I, I, fine, I'll do it. I think Mark went to sleep. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like Sean. I give it a four out of five. I love it. Is a staple of my childhood. The whole trilogy was a staple mm-hmm. of my childhood. Yeah. I remember first renting it on good old VHS back in the nine, early to mid nineties, and I was probably like nine years old when I first saw it. And okay, fell in love with it. Rented the second one. Fell in love with that one. I remember being super excited whenever they announced part three to come out. And I remember putting my name down for the re- reservation to rent the movie when it first came out. Cause I was like, I'm not missing dark man three. <laughs> um, but I mean, I love the action. I love, I mean, you know, it's, a, it's, it's a Sam Raimi movie through and through, yep. but it's one of his best, in my opinion. Like I love, I love, uh, evil dead. Um, I love, uh, well, I love the Evil Dead trilogy. I love this one, um, and I like I love the Quick and the Dead. Those are that's a fun movie. So it's one of my favorites of his. And like Sean says, it's it's an action movie, action comic book style movie, which um, it which is fine. I mean, I yeah. think it's perfect. It's perfect for an original character too. So right, people can't you know complain and moan about it not being just like the comic book. I'm like, <laughs> right, there's no comic book. So, yeah, four out of five. I love it. And Joe Bob says, check it out. <laughs> there you go. They did like a three, a few comics for it, like a limited series. I Yeah, I, I remember that. I vaguely remember it, but I, yeah, I, I think I might actually, I might have them. I don't know. I've, I've got so much 
for comic books right now. I I might have them if cause I I do remember them coming out. Boxes full of stuff. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I, just, I got that Superman and Batman breaking his back. Everything else is mm-hmm. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so you've got the original. Uh, when, when the guy, what's his name, uh, Azaz- Azazel, took over for Batman when he was recuperating, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, what you, that's that. awesome. That's great. All right, Mark, Mark, what about you? All right, so for me, this I'm I'm just going to go ahead and say this is my first time because it's not anything I remember. Um, the movie, I love the concept of the character because I couldn't help but thinking, like at least through the good portion of it, that if you cross Spawn with Batman, you get Darkman. Okay. Uh, because he's got the mutilated face and he lives in a slum life, but he's also super smart and he has no like actual supernatural abilities other than the fact that he can't feel pain. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the humor for me was a big miss. I mean, some of it that I felt like wasn't supposed to be humor, I thought was freaking hilarious. Uh, um the effects were not that great which is i thought was kind of a bummer because usually they're pretty good for sam raimi movies um i gotta give it a three i i don't see myself i didn't really enjoy it a whole lot for probably the like i say maybe the second act like a good part of the second act i didn't really enjoy just a lot of it didn't make sense like how he's doing certain things. How is he super strong? How is mm-hmm. he super fast? Um, some of his humor. I don't know. Rage is empowering him, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I and I, I do appreciate that to a certain extent. Um, the villain I thought was amazing. I, I love Durant. I thought he was an awesome villain. Um, but I think one of his best moments was when Darkman was playing as him. When he's like, you got till I finish the cigar. That was probably one of his best moments, and it wasn't even him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so that, that's what I got. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, for me, I would probably give this one a, a three out of five for me. Like I said, I, I love this movie. It's It's great. It does have its flaws, though. I mean, the CGI really took me out of it in in those certain aspects even though i i you know it is funny but at the same time it a movie really shouldn't take you out of the moment as well so that's why i gave it a three and a half out of five but otherwise i mean the movie's pretty spot on i, I love the tropes you know the sam raimi tropes I, I love the comedy in it i i think it it works to its benefit for the movie and so that's that's why i give it a three out of five for me but as always, we would love to know what you guys think. You can always reach out to us through our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. Until next week, though, we do appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. And, Ted, do you have any final words of wisdom for us as we leave? Well, laughter is the best medicine. I mean, y'all can all agree with that, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, laughing helps. But have you ever noticed that if you laugh without any reason, they force you to get medicine? Yeah, that's, that's a good point.
Oh, jeez. Just don't understand us, Ted. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.